This is Sky, and this is Raina, and, and we're cousins. We created this platform to share our stories, to revisit memories, and hopefully by unpacking them, we will leave each situation more empowered, more excited, more confident, more brave, more passionate, more healed. So our hope is that while we're healing and unpacking our own baggage, you're inspired to do the same. This is Unpack and Bounce Back. Let's dive in. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Unpack and Bounce Back. I'm Raina, and as you guys all know, we're in the middle of a pandemic, and Sky and I thought and felt like we should um, go back a little because we have a lot of episodes already pre-recorded. Um, we did this before the you know, COVID-19 hit. So we haven't had the chance to get in the studio. We've been taking this very serious um, after me and my baby were extremely sick at the beginning of this year. I felt like I could take no more chances. Like as soon as, um, even before the lockdown like got really serious and all of us were demanded to be in our homes, I heard a lot of talk about, you know, a lot of kids being extremely sick, a lot of older folks um, passing, unfortunately. I was going to Umi's, um, my gym classes, and a lot of the parents were telling me about how a lot of the students in their um, kids' preschools um, classes were getting really, really sick to the point where they were closing down the entire school and um, they, were project they weren't projected to come back for a couple of months or so. So once I started hearing all of this chatter, I knew that this was something that was serious. I didn't know exactly what it was. I didn't know um, any of the details of it. I didn't know that it was a respiratory issue. All I knew and all that I could see from the people who were sick and from when Umi and I were sick was... This is something that we have no control over. Um, this didn't fit when I feel like I could have possibly had it or just had a bad enough flu or whatever. I literally felt in my bones like if somebody was older, like this is me talking to myself in my head. If there was an older person that was going through what I'm going through now, there's no possible way that they could survive this because I'm telling you, like, I was extremely sick. And what's interesting about it is I didn't even know I was sick. I um, went to go get a facial one day. I had had a sty on both of my eyelids for about two months from actually close to three months because it started literally the day after Christmas and it led all the way into March. Um, so I went to get a facial sometime February, I want to say like around the 15th and my, um, esthetician, the lady who does my facials, she told me that she studies bumps for a living. 
So she told me that she would look at my eye as she was doing my facial because she was like, oh, is this a sty? How long has it been here? And I was like, oh, it seems like it's been here for a minute. I'm telling her, like, I think it's because of my dirty brushes or I did, I, I um, used this makeup palette that I had bought, like, two years ago and I never touched it. So I was like, I don't know, maybe it's expired. And so she was like, let me look at it. I'll let you know. So she looks at it and she goes, this doesn't look bacterial. If it came from your makeup brushes or from your makeup, it would be a bacterial issue, which means that it would, um, it would be, you know, the styes that have pus in it. I hate that word, but yeah, the styes that look white, um, from it, once you flip your eyelid over and they, they look like they have pus in it. Um, mine literally looked like a red lesion. It, it didn't look like it was bacterial. Like I said, she told me it looks like it was a viral infection. So she was like, you know, I've dealt with these before. And she's like, you should really get someone, go to a professional eye doctor to get it cultured. And I considered that. But a couple years back, I went to see an iridologist. For you, for those of you who don't know what an iridologist is, um, it's a person who studies the irises. So they can look at your pupils, they can look at your eyes, and in your eyes, they take a picture and they study it. So this man, he studied my eyes um, for about 30 minutes. And when he studied my eyes, he told me a lot of, he ended up giving me a lot of useful information. He was saying, you know, it looked like it looks like you have a congested lung um, or congested lungs. It looks like you have slow oxygen to the brain. Um, he told me a lot of things. He told me like he saw multiple cysts in my system. And um, at the time, again, I still had no idea that there was anything wrong with me. Like I thought that, you know, still like from stress, I got this dye and then now I'm stressed about it. So it's just staying. So what I did was I decided that I would make an actual um, doctor's appoint appointment. I have, um, you know, just Kaiser. So I went down to Kaiser I made an appointment. They said it seemed like it was it, it was more of like an urgent visit. So they rushed me to go in and I sat in the waiting room for about two hours until they called me. Mind you, at the time that I go, my baby is sick and he has the flu. So I really didn't want to go. But something in me told me that there was something seriously wrong. So I go to the doctor, whatever, they call me, the doctor comes in, he looks at my eyes and he was like, oh, they're just eyes, like they come and go, this happens to people all the time, like just give it another month or so, there's not even really any medicine that I can give you that'll do anything because this is just like a natural situation. He was like, but you should really look into that fever you have. And I was... <laughs> I was like fever like I felt fine you guys like I had no idea that I was sick that I had a temperature anything so I'm like okay that's strange but at the time the whole COVID-19 thing wasn't like such a big ordeal so like that wasn't even brought up he didn't bring it up he didn't say you should get tested like I don't even think there was testing at the time so um I go home and by the time I make it home I don't know, maybe I thought myself into being even sicker than I was, but my whole body was aching. Like, I just felt like a bus hit me. And I've never felt this type of experience before. 
So I call my dad and I'm like, yeah, I'm sick. And he's like, oh, I am too. And I was like, really? And we're having this conversation. And he says, this doesn't feel like a, a, like any old regular cold. He was like, the colds these days are getting crazy because I have never felt like this before. And I was like, yo, I haven't either. That's that's crazy. Like, I don't know. I really don't know what's going on. So needless to say, um, I had a really terrible time with my sickness. Umi, he had a really terrible time with his. And um, my dad had a terrible time with his. My mom actually got sick. She had a terrible time with hers. So me and Sky, after, you know, she knows all of the things that I was going through. And we even recorded once while I was sick and I could barely breathe. So we decided that it would be best for us if we did this separately and we're really bummed out about it because we love that you guys love, you know, our conversations together, um, the bond that we have, getting to experience the actual energy that we create with each other. But I still feel like this will be a really cool episode because we're basically talking about all of the things that we've either been feeling or doing Um, throughout this entire quarantine and you know just like I said some of the things that we've been feeling so I'll start and then Sky will phone us in and she'll leave a message and um, at the very end of this episode I'll be doing a guided um, meditation um disclaimer I'm not a professional in this I don't study yogi or don't study study yoga even meditation um you know all of these things I'm I'm not a master at any of it but I feel like I'm really good at tapping into emotions and I'm really good at expressing the things that you know help me sometimes so if you want to give it a chance give it a chance if it's not for you it's okay something else might be um and I want you to just listen to the meditation with a really open and light heart because all of us could use that right now um things are so serious so I think it'd be beautiful um for us to just sit in in our silence even you know a lot of us have been at home and we haven't got a moment of silence for anything like we live with our parents or we live with other family members or we have roommates that are inconsiderate or we have friends that we live with and they always want to party like you know whatever whatever it might be um I whenever I listen to things that are really deep I enjoy going into the restroom where no one else can see me Or I like to go into my closet, like I'll lock myself in my closet sometimes even because I feel like if that's the one place where I'll get peace and quiet, then that's the one place. So if you guys have that place, um, you can listen to the entire episode in there just so that you can step away and really um, sink deep in um, you know, just the words that we're giving you. We want to be as lighthearted and helpful as we can be. Of course, we're all going through this together. So that makes it really difficult to be positive when some of us are freaking out or when some of us um, are seeing people go left and right. It can be really discouraging, but at the end of the day, it seems like Um, everything is beginning to open back up and at some point things will be normal again, whatever that new normal may be. And I think that it's best if, you know, we, we, we learn from this experience 
and we acknowledge how valuable the people in our lives are and um, we make practicing solitude a a conscious decision every single day, even if it's for five to 10 minutes, just to give ourselves some freedom, just to give ourselves some much needed peace. Um, I think that that's one thing that I've learned just in this quarantine in general. I've learned that being home can be such a blessing. We're always on the go, we're always on the go and we don't really think about how important it is to really sit home some days and just sink inside of ourselves. Um, that's what I've been doing a lot of in these past couple of months. I've just been reflecting. I've been thinking about all of the things that I've never been able to really sit and think about. I've been able to forgive so much. Um, you know, I've had moments of mm, childhood trauma pop back in. Uh, I live with my mom and I don't get to see my dad during this time. So a lot of things have felt really, really heavy and emotional for me, especially because, you know, I would, I've been quarantined with, um, Mark and his family. And sometimes, you know, you just get those feelings like, wow, like this family stayed together. I wonder, I wonder how life would have been if my family stayed together. Would I be here right now? Um, would would my dad live with us too? You know, like I just, I, I, all of these things have been popping up. <laughs> so this time gives you so much time to just reflect and to really think about all of the things that keep you happy to think about all of the people that keep you happy and what you can do in order to show them appreciation every single day outside of this, all of the moments that will mean just that much more once we get to see those people, once we get to see the, um, like even right now, I'm missing my grandma so much. She's older though, so I don't want to risk anything. Um, I think about her, I pray about her, I send her my love every single day. And I'm sure a lot of you with like older grandparents can feel me. Um, so I think that's all I really wanted to say. I mean, I just, I just want to encourage you guys to write more if that's what brings you peace I want to encourage you guys to step outside of yourself and step outside of your shell if you want to try something just try it like if if during this time you've thought to yourself maybe I'll write a book or maybe I'll start doing music I'll create an album or maybe I should change my major like all you know whatever pops up in our mind that that our I feel like our subconscious is telling us um, I want to travel more for sure, for sure, for sure now. Like, because I know that things like this could happen at any moment. We have to be prepared for it. And we have to, um, we have to explore. Exploring is the best way to freedom, I feel, also. So if you feel like you've come to if any epiphanies during this time while we're on lockdown and you're a little afraid, you're second guessing it, my advice is go for it. What's the worst that can happen? Just go for it. 
that's that's what I feel like I do every single day when I'm thinking about, you know, new ideas. I just say, you know what? If this popped up in my mind, I feel like it must be my subconscious. It must be the stars guiding me towards the place that I need to go. So if one day I wake up and I say, you know what? I think I'm going to start writing music again. Or you know what? I think I'm going to go back to school. Like I only had two years left of college. I might just do it. Just do it. Like these are things that your mind is telling you is very, very important. So just go ahead and do it. But um, again, I'm sending you love. I'm sending you light. I'm sending you all the well wishes. I really hope that all of you guys are staying safe and, and, and taking this whole thing serious and um, staying up on your water intake. Um, I know a lot of us like to do, you know, our little recreational stuff, but right now it's very important to acknowledge that this is a respiratory illness and we can't afford to risk our lungs for anything. We can't afford to think that we'll that will survive if we get it. It's no big deal. We have to treat this thing like it's a big deal for all of the people around us. And yeah, so I think that's the end of my message. And thank you guys so, so, so much for the response. The responses that you guys have been giving us, all of the reviews are so positive. They're so... we. Literally every time we read one, we're so overwhelmed. We send each other something. They're so emotional to us. We're so fragile. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, so now I'm going to play Sky's message. And after her message, I'll be back to do a little guided meditation. Oh, wow. I'm really sad that I'm not able to do this with Raina right now. We have been having the greatest time uh, creating this podcast and just getting to hear you guys' responses has really moved us. I mean, we read every single one and our ultimate goal, honestly, was just to create something that felt like you were listening to your homegirls have a talk and got to laugh and got to cry and got to reflect and got to um, think about your own stories and think about the shit that you want to work on. And so we're really just absolutely inspired and excited that you guys are loving the podcast and we have the craziest season planned but as far as quarantine man how am i feeling uh you know it's been a constant battle between relaxation and productivity for me it's like i want to be well rested i want to take advantage of the downtime but in the same way too much downtime for me without productivity makes me feel like a bum uh, you know, sleeping in too late every single day or slipping on my workouts. Like I still have to do things that make me feel like I'm productive and I don't know. And, and doing things that benefit myself, you know, it's like you can only eat so many chocolate bars before you feel gross and want a piece of fruit, you know? Um, and so for me, it's kind of just been that battle between, okay, you're well rested, you've slept, do something good for yourself. And I see a lot of arguments online and it's very interesting to see different people's perspectives because, you know, some people are like, uh, screw you. Uh, if you think that you have to make this time productive, your only job is to stay alive. And then other people are like, screw you. If you think this time is time to be a bum, get your ass up and get something done. And I find it all fascinating because um, I think that there are certain people who 
are clinically depressed and really struggle from anxiety and find it hard to be motivated because of that. And I think that there are some people who just enjoy being lazy. And in my life, I've come across a lot of people who just think life should work in their favor and just think that shit should be easier. And when it isn't, they become lazy. Um, it has nothing to do with them being depressed. It's just like, ugh, that's too much effort. I'd rather sleep. And I think it's important to know yourself. If you really struggle with these things and you require healing and rest, fine, do so. But if you know that you struggle with holding yourself accountable and being productive, then I do think it is important to set some goals. You know, and I'm not going to lie, my first maybe two weeks, I just wanted to eat bad. I wanted to chill. But then my body and my brain started craving um, creativity. It started craving um, that feeling you get after accomplishing something. And so um, with that being said, I live next to a park. And so working out has kind of been my savior or, uh, you know, working out in my house with some ankle weights or whatever. It just, I feel better when I get a sweat in and I realize that beyond liking the results physically, I sleep different, you know, um, I'm happier. Uh, you know, I, I don't feel as guilty when I eat things because I'm like, well, girl, you sweated it out. It's all good. You know, like you're able to find balance in your life when you take care of yourself. And so that's been super interesting. Um, I've also been redecorating my space. I did recently an Instagram post about it that I have moved so much in my life that I've never taken the time to decorate out of fear that I will then again have to move. And moving is a part of life, right? But certain people, you know, I, I told my friend this recently, I said, I've never painted, I've never hung up a mirror, I've never put a frame on the wall, I never learned how to hang anything, you know, because I just, I thought it was pointless. I'm like, until I have my forever home, which who knows when that will be, um, I had no desire to decorate. I got the most simple cups, I got you know, five forks and plastic forks when I had company. I had just enough plates for me. It was like I never went above and beyond to make something feel special. And so um, during this time, I, I painted, I hung stuff up on the walls, and I really redecorated. And it's been the most special, magical feeling. And I, I don't know how long I'm going to be in this spot. But, um, you know, I might as well put solid ground under my feet while I am here and feel like I'm present and, and being home. Um, and so eBay and Amazon have been my godsend. I know the delivery people are probably sick of me, but I'm really kind to them and, and try to give them my love. And yeah, I don't know. I haven't really felt lonely as much as I felt uh, uncertainty. Um, I was working on some really amazing projects right before that had to get halted. And so I think it's really frustrating to not know when we get to go back to work and, and what's next, but it hasn't really been, oh, I'm so lonely. Um, I kind of just been enjoying the space. Honestly, I've, I've really needed a breather from a lot of my friends for a while. And this is kind of, <laughs> according to the mayor of Los Angeles, they have to leave me alone, honey. They have to let me have my space, honey. The mayor said, you can't come over, honey. Oh no, we can't have a sleepover, honey. You heard the mayor? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's been great. Um, I've been cooking a lot making a yellow curry with uh, almond milk instead of coconut milk. I've been making uh, pasta with this chicken that's amazing. I season it with salt, pepper, turmeric, chili lime seasoning, paprika, cumin, lemon juice, and lemon pepper. And it is <laughs> mm, absolutely delicious. Um, and I've been just playing Lauren Hill Unplugged on repeat, honey, I got a fine peace of mind, you know, uh, Mr. Intentional. I find it hard to say. I just been 
you might you might think that I am Lauren Hill when you see me again. I think I'm starting to look like her. Um, and a lot of gospel. Uh, my favorite song is Because of Who You Are, I Give You Glory. I've been listening to that nonstop and just really trying to be mindful of what I am feeding myself during this time. I feel like, uh, you know, all I can do is sit with my own thoughts. And so I'm trying to listen to music that makes me feel happy, that makes me feel grateful, that makes me feel connected to God. Um, and I think what's really been making this time uh, enjoyable is I had, a, I had an epiphany that I am a very kind person, but I'm kind to people who are not kind themselves. And what I've realized is I love kindness and I love being kind. I don't know why I'm so emotional. It's so weird. Everything makes me want to cry. We'll talk about that. Um, I, I love being kind for people who are kind. It's not about getting a thank you. It's not about recognition. It's about me knowing that your spirit received it and we're on the same wave um, and doing things for, for people who just have their spirit in the right place. I constantly kind of get spat on because, you know, I just never know how to stay in my own shoes. And so, you know, it's, it's the best feeling to on my walks, give a meal to somebody or cold drinks when it's hot. You know, if I see somebody on the street and just knowing that like they received it, they were happy and it felt good and it was a kind exchange. And so, um, you know, I recently had dealt with somebody who was really just testing my patience and, and testing my mental health. And and it was just like, why am I doing all these kind things for somebody who is not themselves kind and really doesn't care, appreciate, or give a shit about me doing any of this? You know, why am I going above and beyond if this person does not care? And so I don't think it's a matter of stopping all kind acts. I think it's just being wiser about um, how many acts and who you do them for. Um but that's about it. I'm, I'm really excited for you guys to hear Raina's meditation. Um, I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. We cover some crazy things. We cover heartbreak, toxicity, uh, feeling in tune with your ancestors, spirituality, uh, solitude. And uh, we just have some amazing, amazing things coming for you guys. So Raina, feel free to take over. Uh, I'm looking forward to us doing our thing again. Sending all my love. I'm out. Hey y'all, it's me again. Um, thank you so much for tuning in again, like I said earlier. And thank you guys all so much for sending and leaving your reviews and your ratings and for reaching out to us on our personal page on Instagram at Unpack and Bounce Back. We read everything, so feel free to leave us messages, to leave us comments under all of our pictures. And now I'm going to get into the guided meditation. I hope that you guys listen because it isn't anything too deep, but I think you'll enjoy it. Find a comfortable, quiet space to relax in before we get started. Lay on your back with your eyes closed. Take a long walk. Let's focus on our breathing. 
take five deep breaths in and out. Imagine you are somewhere peaceful. Pay attention to the small sounds around you. As you inhale, imagine you are breathing in lavender light. Lavender is the color of silence, grace, serenity. Visualize the light entering your body, traveling from the top of your head to the bottom of your toes. through your chest, moving along your lungs, as you exhale, imagine you are breathing out black smoke. Acknowledge this as darkness. Acknowledge this as pain. Embrace the negativity leaving your body. Open the door for toxic thoughts, burdens, stress, and sabotage to exit. Allow the things that harm you to let go of their possession of you. Make way for freedom. Exhale the smoke. Pay attention to your breath. Pay attention to your mind. Keep it from traveling. Close the door. Allow your spirit to wave goodbye. Sit still. Grieve the moment.
your baggage is gone now. No use for it. Nothing else is important but this moment. Do not worry about anything outside of right now. Now inhale the light. One, two, three, four. Exhale the smoke. affirmations. Repeat after me. I am grateful. I am present. I am whole. I am special. I am blessed. I am unique. Healthy. I am powerful. I am worthy. Take a few moments to relax and just enjoy the calm. Shake out your arms. Shake out your legs. Let loose. freedom. Mm-hmm.